The Bellarmine Forum presents Footnote Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars. Here's your host, Christopher Mannion. When Pope Benedict XVI issued his first encyclical, Deus Caritas Est, in 2005, he encouraged charitable works informed by what he called a Christian anthropology, which means simply that we are called on to see our fellow man as Christ sees him. Benedict harshly condemned modernism as an ancient material hedonism. But modernism is certainly the spirit of our age. In fact, it is an earmark of many 21st century governments, especially in the West. In turn, they have become increasingly hostile to Christianity. Ten years ago, the European Union refused even to acknowledge Europe's Christian roots in its new constitution. In the United States, our bishops have had to sue the government to preserve our basic religious freedoms. Benedict was well aware of this history, and last year he returned to these principles and incorporated them into church law. This past November 11th, he published Intima Ecclesia Natura, a law whose consequences will have a serious and lasting impact, especially in the United States. In coming years, this law will cause a profound transformation in the Church's educational and charitable activities, and the Bellarmine Forum is going to keep a close eye on its implementation. Once Intima Ecclesiae Natura is fully implemented, the American Church might well have to sever its ties with an increasingly hostile, even hedonistic, secular government. That means accepting no more government funding for its charities, its educational institutions, even its hospitals. The result will be revolutionary, but I believe the results will also be liberating. So what does Intima Ecclesiae Natura say? No Catholic charitable activity is to be conducted outside the authority of the diocesan bishop. Well, that puts the bishop in charge, but what is his assigned task? The new law explains. In particular, the diocesan bishop is to ensure that charitable agencies dependent upon him do not receive financial support from groups or institutions that pursue ends contrary to the church's teaching, end quote. Let that sink in for a moment. Government agencies like HHS and AID, billionaires like George Soros and Bill Gates, no longer will the Church's charities cooperate with anti-Catholic groups or individuals, nor will it accept their money, and I quote, Similarly, lest scandal be given to the faithful, the diocesan bishop is to ensure that these charitable agencies do not accept contributions for initiatives whose ends, or the means used to pursue them, are not in conformity with the Church's teaching. My friends, today our government certainly pursues ends contrary to Church teaching. In fact, as we speak, it is mounting a full-scale war on the Church's fundamental rights. Yet, Catholic Charities USA and Catholic Relief Services both receive a majority of their funding billions of dollars a year as federal contractors. 
They must often operate alongside or even cooperate closely with organizations whose principles are not in conformity with the church's teaching. Clearly, this new law will have a profound effect on the church in coming years. We have witnessed in recent days that government is increasingly corrupt as well as increasingly anti-Catholic. Well, Benedict's new law might be just the catalyst we need for a new era of truly voluntary Catholic charity, totally independent of government, and thus better equipped to serve the common good by seeing our fellow man, not as some politician or bureaucrat sees him, but as Christ sees him. This is Christopher Mannion. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Footnote. Catholic Insights from the Culture Wars. Footnote is brought to you by the Bellarmine Forum. Copyright the Bellarmine Forum. All rights reserved.